What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Life's a Garden. Back in full force, looking to get back into the groove of what you're used to hearing on the podcast. Last week, you saw me with my walls down just a little bit. Given the circumstances in my life, um, you know, it was a it was a bit of a hard episode last week. Your boy got a little emotional because when the walls come down, the emotions come out. Not typically a side that you see of me. But it was important to me to pay tribute to my dad. And um, I'm glad we did it. If you haven't watched it, go check it out. I thought it was a really special episode. And um, I appreciate anybody who did watch it. And, you know, I just... Sometimes it's good to let the walls down. And that's what it was. It was not your standard episode, what you can expect on this podcast. Obviously, we usually have a a fun time, a silly time, making jokes, doing rants, all that stuff. And uh, we're going to get back to it right here today. Back to the groove, the normal normal Life's a Garden podcast, what you're used to hearing. And you know... We got a whole lot of fun stuff to talk about today. So buckle up. Let's get into it. It's episode 105 of Life's a Garden. Oh yeah, back at it with another episode. Thank you so very much for joining me. Right off the top, of course, let me get this out of the way. Make sure you like, share, subscribe to all the uh, podcasting stuff. YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, rate and review, do all that stuff. It helps me out, and I know you want to help me out. God damn, it was hot today. So if you hear like a fuzzy noise in the background, that's the AC unit. It ain't coming off because I was melting today. I I know I've talked about this and I'll never stop. I fucking hate the heat. The heat is 10 times more miserable than the freezing cold. I'd so much rather be cold. I sleep like dog shit when it's hot out. Um, you just, you can't get comfortable even in the winter, man, throw as many hoodies on me. That's called cozy, baby. You cannot get comfortable in the heat. There's no such thing as comfortable heat. And I'm talking, of course, nineties and a hundred. That shit sucks, dude. Um, so the AC unit, and by the way, I have one little window unit in this place and it kicks ass i walked into this house it was perfect temperature so shout out to my ac unit and to all ac units for really let's shout out all ac units god bless you god speaking of weather not really a weather it, it is it's based on it, it's from the weather right technically am i crazy 
the flooding, this flooding we've had, dude, crazy. Like record flooding in the state of Montana, southwest, southeast, southeast Montana. Yeah. Nutsos. And, and throughout like Yellowstone and all that, bonkers, man. Wiping out roadways, several houses being swept away. The whole city of Red Lodge was underwater. And it lasted like a solid two days maybe, right, of, of like the bad, bad flooding. And then it just went away. I mean, the damage is crazy. How many roadways and bridges got just taken away. It's definitely the worst flooding I've seen in the state of Montana. Well, that's not true. Roundup flooded pretty bad a couple years ago. So it's not like the first time I've seen crazy flooding in Montana. But at this level, for as many, much area was affected, yeah, it's pretty bad. And we and God knows we might see it again because with this heat, the mountain caps are going to be melting off. And that's usually when we get the flooding. It's not from rain. It's usually from the melt off and we still haven't had that yet. I don't know if we're going to reach quite the levels we've been getting, but that was crazy. All of riverfront park completely underwater. Whew. Yeah. You usually see that stuff, you know, in the South and things like that, but it's crazy when it's, you know, right in your backyard type of thing. Now, this is what I'm going to say about it. Okay. First of all, was was I right or was I right? Nature fucking sucks, dude. Everybody out here is like, oh, I just love nature. I just love to get out in, into the wilderness and the outdoors. Fuck that. Nature, all nature wants to do is kill you. Yeah, it's pretty sometimes, but it's also pretty fucking crazy the weather lightning thunderstorms freaking wind rivers overflowing uh fires that's oh yeah that's the other thing too uh last year at this exact same time red lodge was burning to the ground there was so much fire all over the state and everybody said pray for rain or yeah please pray for rain well guess what dude you prayed for too much rain we got it. We got all the rain. And now we got flooded. The river overflowed. Nature fucking sucks. We're either on fire, we're underwater, the ground is breaking open and we're falling into it. You know? Next thing, that volcano is going to fucking blow. That's nature for you, baby. You like nature so much, it just wants you dead. That's all it wants from you. That's why we evolved to build houses. That's why we evolved to build buildings, so we didn't have to deal with nature. If you told a caveman, you know, a million years ago, man, nature is so cool, they'd look at you, if they knew what you had, the commodities you had, AC units, fucking a roof over your head, doors and windows where the animals and the, and the predators couldn't get to you, they'd fucking laugh at you saying nature's beautiful oh i fucking love nature i just love to go out on a nature hike fucking 
Then you love to come home and sleep in your nice cozy bed is what you like to do. Go out and camping. Ooh, you like to get in touch with nature. Nature would like to get in touch with you. Touch your fucking body into the ground. Bury you underneath. See ya. Wild animals fucking killing you. That's That's got to be the worst way to die. Dying by a bear or a cougar or something like that. And you know where you meet those things? Nature. In the wilderness. So, it, now, this is going to sound a little heartless, and I don't mean it to be. Of course, I, uh, you know, big shout out to all the people who were affected by this. You know, I really feel for you. It absolutely sucks. You know why? Because nature sucks. You know, that's my whole point here. I apologize for nature acting like nature and being a fucking bitch. Okay? I I truly do. It sucks, man. Anytime, like, any community is affected in a way like this, flooding, tornado, earthquake, what have you, it sucks, man. It absolutely sucks because you have no control of it. There's nothing you can do to stop it. And... So my sympathies, my absolute sympathies to anybody who's been affected. Having said that, let me just say this. If you build your home in any portion of nature where it could be destroyed, don't you kind of deserve it? Now, I'm not saying these people deserved what happened, but... Don't you think maybe you should have expected the possibility? Hmm? You built your house right next to the river. Hell, even, and somebody made a good point. You know, when they built the house, maybe it was like, you know, X amount of feet away from the river. And then the banks just end up, after so many years of overflowing and stuff, the banks do end up widening and things like that. Sure, that does happen. Don't build your house 50 feet from the river. Build it 100 feet. Or better yet, 10,000 feet away from the river. You know, you can you can still walk there. It doesn't have to be right outside your house. These people that build their houses on the ocean and they're like, oh my god, the torn the fucking hurricane took away my house. Hey dude, uh, no shit. You built it on the ocean. Oh, the tsunami took my house away. Oh uh, no shit, dude. Oh, the volcano blew my house up. You built it right on the caldera, dude. Didn't you think maybe that was a possibility? You built your house on the volcano. The possibility has to be there that it might erupt. So for anybody who builds builds their houses in precarious areas of nature, I do feel sorry for you when things go bad, but you should have kind of been prepared for the possibility. So do I feel completely bad? Not really. The people who build their houses under the rims 
Oh, a rock smashed through my home? Hey, dude. Yeah. It's a cliff. There's rock. Like, rocks don't just stay in the same place forever. Sometimes they move. And sometimes they're really big. So when you build your house on the side of the river and your house falls in the river, could have told you that. It's not the first house that's ever fallen in the river. I'll tell you that much right now. How about a city like New Orleans, okay? These dumb fucks built a city, an entire metropolis, under sea level, next to the sea. Doesn't take an engineer to figure that one out. You built a city below sea level. And if you missed it the first time, let me catch you up. Next to the sea. So when New Orleans flooded after Katrina... Was anybody truly surprised that this was almost certainly an inevitability? Food for thought, people. Build your houses on reasonable land. I don't think that's too hot of a take. Might be, but it's just just an just an observation, okay? So, uh, you know, with the, uh, onto a little bit lighter news, obviously, <laughs> I was going to say onto lighter news, my dad died. No, obviously my, with my, the passing of my dad, that was a pretty, pretty shitty experience to deal with and just a whole, the whole thing of it. Um, I did, thankfully, you know, I, I had, I had a nice relieving weekend last weekend it was a totally different vibe my buddy pal got married to his beautiful wife Michaela big congratulations to the both of you it was a beautiful wedding it was definitely a much needed uh break from what I've been having to deal with and you know all that so I was very happy to be a part of that and get to just take my mind away from what what's been going on and do that. It was it was a great time. So, let me tell you about it. Thursday, start off Thursday with the bachelor party. That was a blast. So, we started off, we went to the uh first of all, let me tell you this. Um the best man, there was two best men. Uh they they planned the the bachelor party and they had it planned for us to all wear shorts. Socks with sandals, just a t-shirt, and a blazer. And you know your boy cleans up, you know? They wanted it to be goofy and stuff, and I was like, mm, this is goofy enough. Your boy's going to wear it clean. And I know what I'm doing in that because of all the guys who, by the way, are either married or in relationships, if they all look goofy as shit and your boy's the only single one in the bunch... If he stands out, peacocking it up, 
if he stands out of the crowd, better chances, right? I thought that was a logical conclusion. So your boy cleaned up. Looked pretty damn good, if you ask me. Uh, we started off dinner at Montana Sky, which is the restaurant on the 20th floor of the Doubletree, downtown Billings. I, I was expecting it to be just like bonkers expensive. Not too bad. Like, it, of course, it was. It wasn't cheap, but not not more than what I would have expected from like Jake's or Walker's or something like that. A, a fine dining place, you know. It was pretty. It was reasonable enough. Had dinner, then we ended up going to the back nine, which is a uh, golf simulating place. Never been there before. Always wanted to check it out. A lot of fun, man. We got we had the VIP room, so we had there was like couches and we could play our own music. There were TVs, um, and and that one, the VIP one, it had like baseball and hockey and football simulators and stuff like that, which was really cool. We tried the baseball one; it didn't really work the way we were hoping it would. And then we tried the uh, and then we did the golf one. Now the thing with the golf simulator, first of all. It's definitely for people who know how to golf because we were having a hell of a time whacking that ball. And two, you know, it's hard with a simulator because sometimes it doesn't read the way it should. But all in all, you know, that wasn't even the point. It was just hitting balls with with the boys. And there was, I think, that night, 14 of us. He had seven fellas in in the uh wedding party and then there was some other friends who joined i think that actually there was 10 of us i think yeah there was only 10 of us including the groom including pal and then uh shout out to all the boys shout out to the groomsmen um i know a few of them and i got to meet a few others all awesome guys you know it was just a good time to hang out with the fellas and all that my brother came so um yeah we did the golf simulator thing and then we went out and did karaoke got pretty shitty that night but not overtly shitty it was it was pretty good you know i i I kept it together i thought pretty well had a good time all together though uh next day had took the day off work which was nice got to sleep in a little bit we did the rehearsal dinner or the sorry, the rehearsal and the rehearsal dinner, which all was great. Helped set up and stuff like that for the wedding. Then wedding day on Saturday. Uh great time, man. Just we got there early to get dressed, get and of course, again, your boy looks good in a suit. The uh and by the way, remember I told you I I was doing the diet? Now I stuck true to it. I was I was damn good on my diet. Didn't have bread, didn't have soda, didn't have sugar, no fast food, barely ate out for a solid two and a half weeks. And guess what? Lost 10 pounds. 10 pounds! All while still working out, of course. Now here's the bummer of all that, right? Did the workout, or, you know, did the diet, great, it all... I felt amazing, you know what I mean? Like, felt leaner, felt just overall in better health and just in better shape. And of course, the wedding comes, 
we go we go hard over the weekend, and I kind of you know I I, I told myself I was gonna let myself kind of get back to a normal or just you know I'm not gonna go crazy, but I I allowed myself some fast food, had a little Taco Bell, had uh, some burgers here and there, you know. It absolutely fucking sucks. There's a helicopter flight, and I'm sure you can hear it. Going to help the uh, flood victims. But, um... Where was I saying? I was talking about, uh... It fucking sucks how hard it is, how long it takes to get into shape, and how absolutely fucking fast you can just ruin it. Right? I swear to God, one night at Taco Bell, and I was, I felt like I just wasted all that two and a half weeks of work. I, it felt like I was just back to being a fat fucking piece of shit. So that's just the worst. You work so hard to, to get to a point, and then it just blows away in, in one meal. Not even a day, just a meal. So I'm, I'm currently back to feeling like dog shit. Still working out. Haven't really, like, kept up with the diet. I'm going to get back onto it because, hey, your boy has another wedding in two weeks. But back to this wedding. Um, great, beautiful ceremony. It was at Faith Chapel. Now, so, this sucks. Her bride, or her, um, yeah, bridesmaid? No, they're all bridesmaids. Her uh, maid of honor. Her maid of honor got covid and originally was thought she was going to be able to make it because she was going to be non-contagious. Maybe she was going to have to wear a mask or something like that. But she was still going to make it. But she was feeling like it hit her hard. So she was feeling real sick. So she wasn't able to make it. They had to adjust real quick on the fly. And uh, we figured it out as far as all that goes. It just was such a bummer that something like that had to happen. And it, when you got to make big adjustments like that, you know, kudos to everybody for being able to, to adjust. But it sucks when you have to. And so I felt bad for her in that. Um, but we adjusted, did all that. Man, I was up there, first of all, sweating my ass off. Oh, oh, I forgot this too. So bef- we got all dressed. We're all looking good. And they're like, we're going to go take pictures. Not just outside. We went all the way to the fucking rims. Hiked out like a solid, I don't know, 100 feet or so. Into the into the grass. And, you know, I'm sure the pictures are going to look great. But I'm in a full fucking suit. Blazer, pants, Dress shoes? You got me hiking out here in the fucking Zimmerman Park? So I'm, of course, sweating my balls off. And when I, you know, it takes a minute for me to to get back to regulated temperature. So I don't think I ever really got back to that by the time I was up on the stage with, with the, you know, in the wedding party. So I'm beating sweat up there. 
I'm standing about as statuesque as I can because I don't want to fuck up any pictures. Of course, in my mind, I'm just thinking, don't cough, don't sneeze, don't be that guy that fucking stands out and ruins the wedding. Um, and I didn't, but, like, my leg was falling asleep. I was, like, grasping my arm so hard that my arm was falling asleep. <laughs> but uh, the, the ceremony itself was really good. I thought it went really, you know... It was just really beautiful. And then we went to the reception, which was out in Laurel. Her fam I think it was her mom or her dad. One of her parents has like a farm area out there. And they have like a nice ass big shop, which they basically just converted into like a, uh event area. And it was perfect. It was perfect size. They, um, we, we went out there, took some pictures, nature yet again, coming in so beautifully, it starts just blowing wind, uh, raining, you know, so we were able to get some pictures in and then like after all the dinner and stuff like that, we're able to go out and take more pictures and stuff. But, um, like there, so I, I had to fill up with gas, which by the way sucks that it's so expensive. Fucking hate that. Stopped and got gas cuz I was running low, had to get out there. I'm running maybe just a hair behind everyone else. But as I'm parking, getting a phone call saying, "Hey, where you at? We got to take pictures, dude." And I'm like, "Just got here. Not that f- I'm I'm not late. I'm here." Showed up, was getting ready to take pictures, and guess what? Fucking five other people aren't there. So get out of my ass and get up in theirs. Just minor gripes. Wasn't a big deal. But anyway, so uh, the reception, we had dinner, all that. Um, it was like, so it was like a booked theme wedding, which was actually a really cool idea. And uh, I don't even know why I'm telling you that. It was just another extra part of it. Not even important to anything else. The um, speeches, okay? So everybody gave a speech. Like all the, so all the groomsmen gave a speech, including myself. And I think three of the bridesmaids did. Including the uh, maid of honor, which was cool. She, she was able to phone in and they were able to play her on the speakers. So that was really cool. Um... Now, when I, there was, like I said, there was seven, seven groomsmen and at this point, six bridesmaids, which is funny actually, because one of the groomsmen became the maid of honor because he was Michaela's, he's one of Michaela's like best, best friends. So because her original maid of honor couldn't make it, they made him the maid of honor, which was funny it was it was it was cool it was it was really cool that they did that and they pulled it off really well you know it, it it wasn't weird it was great but so all the he spoke of course all the guys spoke and then three of the uh, bridesmaids spoke which sound you know it's a lot and then a couple of the parents spoke too so it was a lot of people speaking and you would think typically in most weddings that would be boring as shit or it would be just like mind-numbingly like long. I gotta tell you, man, every single person 
that gave a speech knocked it out of the fucking park. Like, I didn't even know half half these people, and they had me captivated. Like, everybody wrote their speeches so well and delivered it so well. I was just hooked on all of them. And the way they, like, went back and forth with the guys and the gals and all that stuff it was great. You know, one of her bridesmaids was Pau's sister, so she spoke, and it was mostly about him. Her brother was one of his groomsmen, so he spoke more about her and things like that. It was just, it was so good. And, you know, I I kept my speech short and sweet. I, I kept it more on the sentimental side. That was the other thing. Almost everybody was hilarious. Everybody had great jokes that just were hits. I had a couple just minuscule jokes that weren't, you know, meant to be. I kind of like added a few things to my speech just on the fly. But I kept it short and sweet. I thought it was pretty good. I actually want to watch back because they took video of all the wedding stuff. I want to watch back just to watch the speeches because they were so good, honestly. But the there was a few of them that just caught me right in the fucking heartstrings, man. His sisters, that one got me. Because uh, she was talking about like how they didn't really have a dad, and of course, you know, I just lost my dad, and then how Pal was kind of a father figure for her, like a father slash big brother figure to her, and that reminded me of like kind of my dynamic with my brother and sister a little bit. So uh, I kind of related to that, and she was getting very emotional on stage too, and then her. Her maid of honor who phoned in, she she was really emotional, and that, man, she, she all the women, all the women just like caught me in the feels, and uh, and Pow's mom spoke too, and just some of the stuff she said was very emotional, really caught me. Didn't cry yet, didn't cry during the speeches, but it got me, it got the fucking juices flowing a little bit, right? So I'm feeling a little emotional. Once again, walls are starting to come down. Not much of a wall bringer downer. You know, I like to keep them up. I don't really show a lot of emotion in public. I've, I talked about that last week. As I'm being completely emotionally invulnerable on the last episode. And then they did their first dance. Okay? So they do the first dance. It was cute. It was, you know, it was very nice. And then he does his dance with his mom. The 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 mother-son dance or whatever. And bro, faucet. Just all the floodwaters, no pun intended here. The floodgates opened and the fucking sea of tears is just flowing. Release the river. It was fucking on. You know, so for several reasons, right? First of all, all the speeches got me all warmed up. You know, it it got the juices flowing. The buildup was happening. The song that they picked was Simple Man by... It was the Shinedown version of Simple Man. So, So now... 
you know, obviously I'm already in a vulnerable state having just gone through all this with my dad. So I'm already kind of emotionally vulnerable. You had the speeches and then Simple Man by Shinedown, which, which first of all, Shinedown being the band that I have with my uncle, you know, me and my uncle bonded over Shinedown and I, like it was, it was almost in the funeral service. I almost added that song to the funeral service. So that song was on the mind recently. And then, and they're dancing, and they're both crying. And it was just so fucking, I almost want to cry right now just thinking about it, man. Like, taking myself back to that moment, it was so, so sweet. And, like, I'm just sitting there by myself. There's, like, nobody within two arms lengths from me. And I'm just, <laughs> I'm just a fucking wreck. I'm looking around and everybody's like just fine. And I'm just like, oh God. So let the uh, emotions flow once again. The first wedding I've ever cried at, ever. I, well, I cried with Mac at his wedding, but that was, we were like drunk and it was before the wedding. Like it was the day before we were just like wasted drunk. And like, I got emotional with him then, but, not during a wedding. I've never cried during a wedding. First time. But it was it was a great time otherwise. You know, it was it was all just a great time. Stayed out late, got drunk and uh almost got lost driving home. Like I I, I hit my GPS, I'm driving and like before I know it I'm like where the fuck am I? And it was taking me down this back road rather than taking me to the interstate. It took me to the back road and I was like fucking hey, I have no idea where I'm at. So, but I found my way home. So that's my story. Wedding bells, wedding bells. It's summertime in Montana. Everybody loves a summer wedding, you know? Like I said, I got another... Well, actually, so I have another bachelor party this weekend, right? I'm not in this wedding. I'm invited to this wedding, but I will have it's, it's a wedding for a buddy at work, just a coworker of mine. So I'll be going to his bachelor party, but I'll, I'm going to be missing his wedding because ding ding ding, another bachelor party. It's the summer of bachelor parties. Going to Deadwood, I think. We I I haven't gotten confirmation. We were planning on going to Deadwood, but we'll be doing something on uh this upcoming weekend. So three weekends in a row, bachelor parties and three weekends of wet weddings, right? Had the wedding last week, wedding this week, which or it's not this weekend, I guess. So whatever, just weddings, weddings everywhere. And everybody likes a fucking summer wedding. Just as long as it's not in red lodge. So, what else was I going to say? Mm. Oh, here's a couple fun stories for you. Now, I've made it very clear my position on lines, okay? Lines piss me off. They're annoying. They're a waste of time. And they don't have to be, really. They don't have to be. As long as everybody 
has their shit together, okay? Now, here's my first line story of the last couple weeks. I, I went to Goodwill because I had to get a belt for my for my suit. Because, hey, your boy lost that weight. So, the waist didn't fit on my suit for the wedding. So, I had to go get a belt. And I wasn't going to pay no 15 bucks for a belt at Walmart or wherever. Because it's a one-time use belt for this suit. May, you know, Or unless I ever wear it again. But I'm not going to wear it daily. So, I'm not going to go all out. So I went to get a $2 belt at Goodwill. Well, it almost seemed, now looking back, seems like it would have just been worth it to go get a, a more expensive belt somewhere else because this line, no joke, took 20 minutes to get through. It was long. I'll give them that. There was two people working registers, and both of them were slow as shit. If it wasn't them, it was the customer. There was an old lady just like thumbing through her money and putting her... Oh, it took forever, man. I was this close to turning that belt into a noose. I'm not even fucking kidding. I... And then, of course, you get so close, you're almost there, so you can't just get out of line now. You've already waited this long. And then you think... It can't possibly take any longer, can it? Of course, it does. Second line thing. This was last night when I was trying to get myself some Taco Bell. So, you know I like my Taco Bell. I have a rule now, okay? And it's, you know, obviously when I'm not dieting, I have this rule where because I'm so impatient with lines. If I'm driving by the Taco Bell and the line is halfway to the street, mm, I there, there's a gray area. There has to be a there has to be a certain distance of line where I will tolerate hopping in, and it's a good rule to have because if the line's too long and I'm not willing to sit in it, then I'm not going to be eating Taco Bell that I honestly don't need at 1 a.m. in the morning. So, I'm avoiding unnecessary Taco Bell by just, like, basing it on the line. So, of course, I'm putting my rule in place. I'm going to drive by Taco Bell. If the line is short, I will go in. Sure as shit, there's no line. So, I'm like, okay, lucky day for me. Let me hop up in this line. Or let me go get some Taco Bell. So, I, I pull in, and there is one person at the... Uh, at the uh, talk box, right? So I'm like, sweet. Okay, one person, no problem. That's fine. So I'm back behind them. And I'm just chilling, kind of waiting for them to make their Taco Bell order and go on with their day. And then I get to choose. So I'm sitting there. I'm kind of fucking around on my phone, listening to music, whatnot. Before I know it, I'm looking back, and the line is all the way to the street. And I've realized, holy shit, they've been at the talk box for fucking five minutes? Now, if you are a long-time listener of this show, you know my stance on ordering in any line. Whether that's a fast food line, whether it's a ticket line, whether it's a fucking 
yeah, movies, whatever. Whatever it is that you're in line for, and if that includes if you're in the drive-thru line or if you're inside the restaurant, any fucking restaurant where you have to order something. Know what you want the second you get there. If you're, first of all, if you're already in line, the menu is right there, or you you already know what they have because you've probably been here before. And if you haven't been there before, you kind of know what they serve. If I go to any random Mexican restaurant in the world, I know, chances are, they have burritos, quesadillas, tacos, what have you. I have a pretty general grasp of what this restaurant will be serving. So I can automatically kind of weed out what I do and don't want, making the process that much faster. If you're already in line, you should be able to mentally figure out what you want to order. If you're driving to somewhere, like I said, if I'm driving to McDonald's, if, I'm, if I leave my house right now and I drive to McDonald's, I can tell you exactly what I'm going to get. And if I'm feel, it doesn't matter if I'm feeling a burger or if I'm feeling a chicken sandwich or if I'm feeling nuggets. I already know what I want. So the second I get up to the window, I'd say, deluxe cravings box, please. No sour cream, Pepsi. Order's done. I just did it. If I'm ordering for 10 people, I already know the order. I know what it is because I've already asked everybody. I'm not asking everybody while I'm waiting in the line because if I did that, I'd be a complete piece of shit. So if for any reason you get up to your place to order, you should already know what the fuck you're getting. And guess what, dude? If they're out of what you want, you should already know what the backup plan is. There's been several times I've showed up to places and I'm like, I want this and this and this. And they're like, oh, I'm sorry, we're out of this. Boom. Call an audible. I know exactly what I want next. I'm not like, oh, fuck, that really changes everything. Now I got to think for 20 minutes, 30 minutes, an hour. No, 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 no. Know what you want when you fucking get there. Because, god damn it, if I was the only person behind this person, and it took them fucking ten minutes to order, how is that even possible? And I eventually, I rolled down my window to, like, listen. Maybe there was something going on inside. No, it wasn't that. It was them. They had, like, several different orders. But guess what? Even if you have several different orders, know what they are. And we have no problem. They moved forward. I pulled up. Guess what happened next? Deluxe Cravings box. No sour cream. Pepsi. And guess what happened? That'll be 7.50 whatever. At the window. You know how long it took me to order? Less than a minute. You know why? Because I knew what the fuck I was getting. So take that into consideration next time you go in line. Enough said. Enough said. Let's talk about the thing that I can't believe I've waited this long to talk about in the episode. 
The Colorado Avalanche, baby. You see me, I'm all A'd out. I'm an A-hole today. Got my Avs gear on. Stanley Cup. They are in the Stanley Cup for the first time in 21 years. This This is the first of my teams to make the championship. Like, okay, since I've been really invested in sports... I've seen two Broncos Super Bowls, and now this. That is all. In my lifetime, the Rocky or the Broncos have been to four Super Bowls. The Rockies went to a World Series, got blown out. Who gives a fuck? Fuck the Rockies. The Avalanche have won two Stanley Cups. The Nuggets have never been to a Finals. But I wasn't. I didn't. wasn't paying attention to those first two Stanley Cups. wasn't paying attention to those first two Super Bowls. Barely paid attention to the World Series. In my adult life, where I care about sports, I have only seen the Broncos in two Super Bowls, and now this. So it's so exciting to be able to see my team in a championship. It's 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 so so great. We're up as of as of recording this. We're up one nothing. Uh, games on Saturday night, and then we got a game Monday night which is so the day this comes out so there'll only be one game have passed or two games passed since uh by the time this comes out so we'll see hopefully we'll be up to nothing that would be great the first game was a burner dude it was so good that was such a fun fun game to watch and then um so just cheers to the abs man go abs also can i just say this First team, all handsome. Jesus Christ, dude. I, I've looked at the lineups of all the teams we've been playing up to now. Bunch of dogs. Like, seriously, just a, like every now and again, there's, there's a, a fella on there that's, that's got some, a chin to him and looking pretty, pretty snazzy. You think of a hockey player, man? You think of toothless, fucking, you know, gooned out looking motherfuckers. I looked at the Tampa Bay Lightning lineup. Fucking gremlins. Warlocks. Take Just go ahead, Google the starting lineup or even... doesn't matter the starting lineup or the, the whole team of the Colorado Avalanche. 90% of those motherfuckers could be models. They could be male models. First team all handsome. Right now, man. Gabriel Landeskog, number one. That head of hair... That smile, number one. Freaking Nathan McKinnon, sharp-looking dude. Miko Rantanen, sharp-looking dude. These dudes, the goalie, freaking Darcy Kemper, sharp-looking dude. Now Google the goalie for the Tampa Bay Lightning, and you tell me who's first-team all-handsome. It's the Colorado Avalanche, hands down. Hands down. Uh, but I thought that I thought I should point that out. Uh, anyway, yeah, go Avs. Hoping for the best. That'd be awesome to be Stanley Cup champions, man. Oh, they deserve it, man. It's a great team. They played so well, and it would it would it's well deserved by now for them. Uh, also, the um, Warriors. I suppose I should give a kudos to the. 
Golden State Warriors for winning another NBA championship. Yay for the Warriors. I'm not pissed at all. Can you tell? I don't hate that at all. And you know what? They were the better team. Like, they, they played so well. They really did. They played well throughout the whole playoffs. They What were they? The freaking, like, sixth seed? Which is only bullshit because their whole team was injured right up until the playoffs. And Steph, you know, I have nothing against Steph Curry. He's probably the greatest point guard of all time. But Draymond Green can eat my fucking dick, dude. Fuck that guy. That's all I got to say about that. The rest of the team, no problems with, honestly. Kudos to you guys. Congratulations. They were the better team. Draymond Green, eat a dick. This dick. Um, And I think that's pretty much all I got for sports, I guess. Like, there were some UFC fights. Oh, I should mention, too. My boy, uh, Joey Lodine, who I had on the podcast a couple couple weeks ago, a couple episodes ago, uh, he did lose his fight, unfortunately, which really sucks. We had him all hyped up. It was a good episode, man, and it was a, it was a pretty well-listened-to episode, too, so kudos to that, but it just sucks that he, uh, he, he wasn't able to get the job done. And it's all good. Back to the drawing board, and um, it was just a tough matchup. A lot of those fights were... Like, uh, it was a ground guy versus a stand-up guy, and the ground guy typically won in most of those exchanges, it seemed like. So, not a lot of knockouts. But that was a fun time and all that, so. um, Yeah. Cheers to Joey, too. I saw him last night. Uh, One last bit of business before I let you guys go today. I gotta mention this. I know it's been, it's this is old news by now. But I missed the one week. Last week was the tribute. I gotta mention the boy, Johnny Depp, came away with the W. He came away with the W, just like we knew he was gonna. Who didn't call that? I mean, I had to bring it up because we talked about this on the podcast so much that I couldn't go without mentioning Johnny Depp taking it taking one for the boys women can be abusers too they can ruin dudes lives by making up fucking lies and guess what it's time that people that they realize you can't do that shit and there's consequences to it and then her dude oh my god um have you seen the video of Nate Burleson completely bodying Amber Heard's lawyer? I, I, I'm not going to look it up because I don't want to do all that. Um, she's, she's like making excuses as to why they lost the, the trial and how evidence was withheld and shit like that, which not true. Um, and then Nate Burleson goes, hey, listen, I played professional football. When we, whenever we lost a game, it was so easy to make excuses and to uh, point the finger elsewhere. When in reality, the best thing I needed to do that made me learn from it was to look in the mirror. Bodied up. 
Speaking truth up in here, though. That's the truth. I mean, and then she she's already out here making public statements and stuff like that. Probably just going to get herself in more trouble. Um, <laughs> oh, man. So, cheers to Johnny Depp, baby. Taking home that W. And, okay, I didn't realize this until recently. Did you know Amber Heard is the chick that plays... Four, she's the um, apartment 406 girl in Zombieland. I didn't know that. I went back to rewatch that scene just because I was, you know, I I wanted to see. And of course, after rewatching it, it's like, yeah, of course that's her. Like, but she's so like generic that she didn't stand out as anything special. Obviously, I wasn't like, oh shit, she's from Zombieland. So when somebody pointed that out, I was like, oh well, I'll go back and watch that. Now here's the thing. And it makes all the sense in the world. Of course, what we already know, shitty actor. So you're watching her like do her performance, and you're like, eh, like it's it's okay. It's what you would expect from like just a side character or like somebody just playing a minuscule part in a movie like this one. So it's like it's B-rated acting, you know. The best acting she does in the whole movie is when she turns into a zombie and is a complete psycho bitch and trying to kill him. Who'd have thought that's when she does her best acting? Is when she's trying to kill a guy and attacking a guy. So put those two together. She's pretty good at that part. Not good at the cuddly, sentimental shit, crying. Oh, man. My dog stepped on a bee. I'm not good at acting. <laughs> um, <laughs> those are funny too. Man, I don't. I I feel like we still have some time to go here, but I don't know what else to talk about, man. Um, geez, maybe we'll just call it a short episode this week, huh? I mean, I thought I thought I had a whole list of shit to talk about, and it's run by so fast. Went through it so fast. The wedding talk I thought was going to take up a lot. But um, I don't know. I don't really have anything else I want to say. So maybe we'll just cut it short today. We'll keep it We'll keep it at where we're at. We almost made the hour though. Thank you guys so much for watching. I do appreciate it. Um, lessons for the day. Let's see. Well, first out, shout out Avs. Go Avs, baby. We know that. We're going to be cheering for them Avs. Big congratulations to Pow and his lovely wife, Michaela. Um, sympathies to all of those uh, who are dealing with uh, flood loss and things like that. But we know the lessons of the day. Nature is a bitch. Don't fuck with it or it'll fuck with you back. And, um, oh yeah, of course. Know what the fuck you want when you get in line. Don't fuck around. We ain't playing that shit. Okay? But most importantly, keep your head up. You know, anything that you want in life is possible so long as you do it, so long as you make the efforts to to gain those things that you want in life. And um, just look for the positives. Always look for the positives, man. 
because they're out there. As as dark as things may seem, there's always light. And trust me, take it from me, man. I've had to deal with a lot of darkness in my life. But somehow, some way, I'm able to find the light. I'm able to f- look at the beauty and the joy and all, all the great things in life that, that we still have around us. I'm, not, I'm never going to let that go. You always got to cling on to that. That's the most important thing in life. Hold on to that positivity. Hold on to the, the good stuff. The bad stuff cannot weigh you down forever. We have to deal with it from time to time. We just got to be strong with it. But ultimately, positivity perseveres. You know? And it's, it's all doable. You just got to be strong-willed and keep your chin up. You know? Because, as we know, life's a garden. Dig it.